I mean, better than so many people that would have a job that they're just waiting to go die. You know, and like compared to us, we're like, oh, I never want to die. I want to always do this. It's so good. Oh, oh, so much fun every day. It's so good. Hello, and welcome to the Snowmass Extreme Podcast. I am your host, Jason Hartman, but I'm better known as Tigger. El Tigre, if you're speaking Spanish, this season I spoke with E. Smith Award winners about life in Snowmass Village. When did you move to Snowmass and why? Well, it was easy for me. I grew up in Glenwood. I used to ski here when I was a little kid, and it, it, it was a lot more expensive than it was going to Sunlight right by Glenwood where I grew up, you know, and we grew up at Sunlight, but mom had let us come up here a couple times a month, me and my little brother, and we'd ski here and just, it was the best. It was the bomb. And then uh, a couple of years out of high school, I became a lift operator at Highlands and I started teaching skiing there after a couple of years of lifting and, uh, and the ski patrol or the ski school director said, be a snow, we need a snowboard coordinator. So I was a clipboard man at Highlands for four years. Yeah. And, uh, so then, but you know, for four years of that, and there were only three or four of us teaching there at snowboard at the time because nobody's taking lessons, you know, couldn't make a truck payment. So I came to Snowmass and walked right in. I was already full cert and, uh, Barry Wheeler was the coordinator of the snowboard department at Snowmass. And yeah, came right in and walked right in. My wife's like, you know, this, we just, we're not making any money. We can't do it here. I was like, I gotta get out of this place. And she bought me a lift ticket one day and we came to Snowmass. I hadn't been, hadn't been here for years because Highlands ticket wouldn't work at Snowmass in those days, pre, pre ski coat. And we came here and we had such a blast and I'm like, okay, now the next day I walked away from Highlands and it was still pre ski coat and came to Snowmass the next day, got a uniform, boom, I was right on in. And so it was just great. When Highlands was pre ski coat. How was it? Who owned it? What was it like? At Highlands, so it was funny, you know, because the ski company back in those days was the evil empire. Even though they were all nice and they turned out to be all our friends and they were our neighbors and stuff. But Buttermilk Highlands and, or Buttermilk Ajax and Snowmass, they were over there. Highlands, Whip Jones owned it. He had built that mountain, private mountain. Lift tickets wouldn't work interchangeably to the other mountains. It was a chairlift museum. I left there the year that he eventually gave it to Harvard and they sold it right away to ski company and they started tearing out the old double slow double chairs and stuff to put in high speed chairs. But it was the lift the chairlift museum over there and it was cool and it was kind of the locals mountain and Australians liked it because it was funky and cheap, you know, but, uh, <laughs> there was no way to make a living there as fun as it was. You know, and you could park for free in the mud parking lot out there. And it was just the best. I mean, it was, it was so cool, cooler than it was today, even before the bowl, you know, it was just, but to live in the industry, I think even today, you got to be at a bigger mountain than Highlands, bigger ski school. It was so much fun. So looking at those 30 plus years, is it easy for you to look at good years, bad years, or better times, worse times, or is it all just kind of blend together? It's, you know, and that's funny, the older I get, the more it does blend together. You know, there are years you remember that you were wounded 
and you're just like limping to the finish line, you know, and as much fun as you have. Because it's really the best time of the year, you know, summer's great, but ski season's magic. And being a being an instructor, you know, and Smitty, who was who got me into teaching, you know, he was a ski school director at Highlands when I was a lifty. Said, Steve, you're spinning your wheels here at the uh chairlift, gotta be a ski instructor, you know. And he would always say, you know, Steve, in the in the uh, winter, we put on our uniforms and we're like Greek gods. In the summer, we're just fucking Greeks. <laughs> and I would always laugh because we do construction in the summer, you know. And so it was the funniest thing. But yeah, the winter is just so magic. And even if you're limping to the to the end of the season, it's still you're having the time of your life. You know, in some years the snow's great, and some years it sucks. And but it, in the end, you know, you have so many powder days with good riders and. And you're just like, wow, it's, I just wish it would never end. It's so good. Hmm. This may be a tough one because you have so many memories. But do you have a favorite memory at Snowmass? What could I say? Was it today at Lizard Lodge having the food fight with my seven-year-olds? <laughs> We're sitting at the same table with the coordinators, and these boys are flicking crackers in each other's drinks, and I'm trying to keep it cool so we don't kick out of there. I don't know. It's a pretty good memory, but, I mean, there was just so many, you know, um, so many of the greatest memories really are, are at the fire pit at the lineup in the morning, and we just have such a good time, and everybody's such a good friend. And you get to hang out with your... I don't know. And then we get to go shred powder. And then we leave here and, you know, who doesn't want to go shred a bunch of powder and then go home and get fucked silly every afternoon? It's awesome. Oh, gosh. It couldn't get any better, you know? I don't know. There's so many memories. There's so many good times. Spring. Spring. It's it's springtime for sure. Let me ask you a different question then. How would you describe snow mass to someone you've never met? but you want them to know how much the people and the place mean to you. Um, that's definitely something I could say about Snowmass compared to any other mountain I've ever been to. Because everybody asks me, you know, what's your favorite mountain? And I've been to every mountain in Colorado and, you know, Jackson Hole, a little bit of Utah and uh, Vail. <laughs> but Snowmass, you know, I could tell anybody that, you know, you're coming to Snowmass and if you like skiing, you're going to not have to ski that same run over and over and over like when, like almost everybody did growing up at their home mountains, you know, that same chairlift, that same trail, that same chairlift, that same trail, you know, because we can come here. We have a different choice for breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day of the week. There's so many damn restaurants here. The bars, the drinking is out of control. There are five hot tubs and swimming pools on the first chairlift off the bottom of the mountain. I mean, that's good action, right? You're only minutes away from the green trail. Is only a few minutes away from the black diamonds. You can have everything you want all the time. You can ditch your friends or it's easy to find them if you want to. Hello, listeners. Are you enjoying the Snowmass Extreme podcast? Would you like to hear more content just like this? Subscribe to the Snowmass Extreme podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and tell your friends. Because it's a big-ass mountain and there are free refills for everyone. Oh, man. Oh, man. That's good. Oh, what a legend. Absolute legend. Born to be an instructor.
Steve Ochko, the old school guy. He's one of the original instructors. Steve Ochko, the man, the leader, the mustache, the everything. That dude's awesome. He's been awesome. He's always been awesome. He'll always be awesome. In a lot of respects, he is the guy in Snowman's. Been here forever. Everyone knows him and loves him. If Ochko doesn't like a person, then you are not allowed to like a person. <laughs> it's just the rule. <laughs> Watching him teach is classic. I just think he is uh, one of those gurus that probably got more stories than anyone that I can think of. But yeah, great instructor and just a great guy. Always love hearing him laugh. It's very unique, awesome laugh. He's just he's that conduit between the present and the 80s, you know, with his haircut and his jokes and his laugh. He just reminds everyone of where, you know, where we came from. He was one of our first, if not the first, uh, ASI trainers that we had in the ski school. You know, and he was legend through that. But now it's just, he's just one of the funniest guys. And he, if, you, if you're going to talk straight talk, you don't want to talk to you. He wants to hear a joke. He wants to have something light. He wants to have fun. Steve's got no time for sadness or, or straight talking. He just, well, I mean, not straight talking. You know what I mean, though? Like yeah. business talk. He just wants it to be fun. He wants, he wants a dirty joke and, <laughs> and maybe a photo. You know? Guys, always, um, it just warms your heart when you see him. Ochko's like my dad, I feel like. I can't put into words like how awesome and how supportive he's been. Like, I've had a few times where I was just like mopey and Ochko has always been there and like kind of picked up on it. And he's driven me home every single year. He's, he's given me a, a birthday text. I don't want to say he's my dad, but like he's always been this good kind of like older, I'll say older brother. Guys, guys always had my back, always gave me good advice, always been just this wonderful human. Steve Ochko is one of my mentors, one of my inspirations. He's the one who got me thinking about becoming an examiner. He trained me to get my cert too. He trained me how to just have fun and hang out with the guest. And he's got the best laugh. Laugh. <laughs> the OG, like the OOG of everything. I would have to preface everything with <laughs> I mean that was the guy that taught us how to like teach people to go toe side. And the, the analogy with the adults that we use of push the bush or sex in the shower. I've picked up so much from him over the years as far as funny little tips. And I'm so indebted to him because he's a legend. He's been doing it longer and better than any one of us. And he has the best attitude out of any one of us. When I grow up, I hope I can be Steve Ochko. Just a classic guy. Like, you want to talk about a grinder? This guy shows up every day, takes every lesson, and doesn't matter what it is. Like, it's crazy. There's a handful of guys like that, and he's one of those guys that just grinds, gives a great lesson. The guy is always in a good mood. That laugh he gives me every morning, it's just, it's part of my day of, like, that's awesome. Thank you, Steve. I appreciate that. That guy is such an asset. You've never seen Drunk History. Check it out. It's a NAPSA entry that Tamara did. It's freaking hilarious. Ochko. <laughs> Steve. Oh my God. So full disclosure, Steve and I, his locker's right across from mine. 
So I see him all the time, every day. He's trained me level one, level two, probably even level three. And like, I remember when his kids would come in and sleep on the bench when they were like two, three years old. I mean, Steve and I have so many stories. He's just a great person. And I just, I, again, he's somebody who you actually ask him like some of his stories, like his personal stories. He's got some good ones, like how, I, I guess I could probably say this because he might share it, but like how he appreciates this job so much because his dad was a coal miner. Did you know that? I did. Yeah. He, oh, because he does say that. He's like, every day I'm coming to work, I'm not working in a coal mine. And you're like, damn, that just hits. Like, exactly. We are snowboarding for the love of whoever. Like, and, and, but the way he says it is just, there's no sarcasm in it. It's straight up, you know? And I've always appreciated it. And one more thing about Ochko, I call him Ochko. One year back when we used to get some more Russian clients, I had this girl in the chair with me. And, you know, I used to yell down to Marco, Ohm. I'd be like, Marco, I don't know. Do you remember that? And he'd be like, Polo. And so sometimes when I see Steve, I'll be like, Ochko. And he'll be like, do his whistle noise. And this girl, she's like, what did you say? And I was like, oh, I said, Ochko. She's like, do you know what that means? Do you know what it means in Russian? No. It means asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that's what she told me. So I was yelling down to her, asshole. And Steve was like, oh. Anyway, I told him the story and he said that in Czech, it means like small eye or something. I don't know. Uh, yep. Ochko is, you know, the OG in my eyes. You know what I mean? Like he is, you know, number one on the list. Just a great dude. I, he inspires me because he shows up for work every day and is, and just, you can tell, man, he's not faking it. He is happy to go out there with five-year-olds or 10-year-olds or whatever he gets, man. He, that dude is having fun every single day. Yeah, I feel like he has – that must just follow him around. I feel like everywhere he goes, he's having fun all day long, every day, no matter what. And also, uh, he's he's one of those hard work. He's a hard worker, too, especially in the summer. He fish, I mean, he fishes every day of the summer. He, he's gotten fishing trips every every day. He also – we, uh, he also comes to a thing we haven't talked about, which I, we should, is um, uh, Boys of Summer. So he comes in, you know, Ochko, there's Ochko, Boys of Summer every single year. You know what I mean? Like that, that means a lot for a guy like that to show up to a party like that every year consistently, no matter what. So a lot of respect. So like he's, um, he's the man. One year it was Fat Tuesday, and and we at Snowmass is hosting a, a PSIA event because it was before AASI was invented, and so we had huge snowboard exams going on here, and it was Fat Tuesday. These clinics are exams, and so I had five or six snowboard examiners, and I'm the host, you know, my mountain. So we finish our stuff and we roll into the timber mill here, and there's a huge party going on that's when you know there was 50 aluminum picnic tables in this building and the flags of every nation and you know you could have breakfast lunch and dinner in this place so as soon as we walk in the door there's a girl i worked with at blazing adventures buxom texan girl shelly and 
It's like, Shelly, for crying out loud, where did you get all those beads? <laughs> I'll look at my guys, and Shelly's like, well, I got them from showing my boobies. You want to see? Just hold my beer. And I held her beer, and she showed us the biggest boob, big as your helmet. You know, and all these examiner guys from Vail. <laughs> <laughs> and all these places, you know, were like, whoa, Snowmass is awesome. And that was the first of like six sets of boobies that we got to see that evening. <laughs> it was just good action. I mean, oh, magic. That was probably the one of the funniest and most magical. I mean, that was boom right away. Yeah, I got them from, yeah, yeah hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Mm. You did mention earlier what I call lineup antics. You know, it's it's funny because I don't know how old Pete is, <laughs> but he's had a lot of birthdays at the lineup. So it seems like we're always singing happy birthday to him. We got to pick it up this year. We've been dropping a little bit. But like the uh, the Spartan attack on the skiers that one year, you know, this morning we're playing hacky sack. Almost every morning these days, we're playing hacky sack with these little kids, a lot of these little Brazilian soccer players, and we're hacking away down there like crazy. My kid today, one of my kids, one of the seven-year-olds, he was hacking, hacky sacking like crazy this morning with the guys. And then after we come down off of Max Park, first run of the day, he's like, my feet are sore. I'm like, what you got? I'm looking at him. His Boots are on the wrong feet. Oh, <laughs> how can you snowboard or even play hacky sack? Oh, just the silly, you, you, this, the lineup, you get to catch up with all your friends, you know, and there's like 50 of them and they come and go over the years and you, you get to hang out with them and it's so fun. It's a, it's such a good work environment. It's hardly work, but it's a, what a friendly environment. I mean, wow. Yes. It makes me thirsty at night. Ooh, listen to this one. Nice. Cheers. Cheers. How has Snowmass changed since you first moved here? You know what I really miss from from old Snowmass is the old Cafe Suzanne at the top of the new of top of our gondola. You know, at the bottom of the old camp chair, big old restaurant, and you could roll in there. They played Frenchy music. They had crepes and the yummiest hot dogs on crusty buns, and it was just a big, huge restaurant. A lot of people could fit in there. It was a cafeteria run through. And but you didn't search around for a place that said it was wonderful. And I miss the old Sam's Knob restaurant, which had three stories, and you could roll right in there. And there was this funky old couch in front of a wood burning fireplace. And if you could get it, most of the time, you could roll right onto that couch, park it there. You could go to the salad bar, they had all kinds of yummy cafeteria food. And then there was a room, the snowball room, which was private room for some ski club. And I would always take my clinic groups in there. It wasn't heated, but we'd have a big private room to have lunch. And there was no brass and glass, you know, like all the restaurants are now. Everything was so cheap and easy. And the timber mill, you know, the best bar that you could have at the base of a ski area. Oh. Mm. But the slow chairs, we don't really miss those too much. It's better now. What does the E. Smith Award mean to you? So the E. Smith Award, it's it's pretty cool, you know, mind, body, spirit. And it is all that, and it's so cool because he was all about all that, you know. And it's, and it's great that so many of us are too, 
and that, you know, like you especially carried on that feeling and that legacy. And hopefully these, these rookies that come up every year, they see that and they think that's something to aspire to instead of being some lazy slouchy slacker, <laughs> you know, they're like, I want to be a respectable snowboard instructor, you know, somebody look up to, and I got my shit together. And, <laughs> and it's, um, it's so cool. And I couldn't believe when I got it, it was, yeah, I felt Eric that night. We're in that restaurant and you called my name and I was like, whoa, I'm sitting there and I'm like feeling Eric tapping on my shoulder. Get up, go get the board, you know, and go say, say hi to all of your friends. Oh yeah. I don't know. It's uh, there you go. Yeah. It's one of those things. He was such a good bud and it's such an honor to, yeah, be considered by your peers to be, you know, good, 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 good action. <laughs> Thank mm. you. Mm. Thank you, Steve. You are a legend because of the love, passion, and joy behind every smile and every laugh. And I want to personally thank you for inspiring me for all these years. If you like this show, please share, rate, and review us on your podcast app. Our theme music is by Lonnie Betts and the Squeaky Sneaker Band. Until next time, stay healthy and be excellent to each other. tell me what good action means <laughs> i knew that's what you were gonna say um good action gosh you know there's of all the action that there is you know there's as many kinds of action as there are the eskimos have names for the snow you know <laughs> and they're the highest action and the lowest action and the medium action but the good you can't have the highest action all the time but the good action you can ride you know that big happy feeling because that's something that doesn't burn you out it never gets boring it never burns you out it's just good action and you're laughing you can look back and laugh at it days later that was such good action i don't know what could you say it's it's everything you know it's it's all the cuckoo stuff that that happens in the day and all the oh the silly crap that's going in the locker room right now it's such good action Oh, boy. I'll have to think about that more. I'll tell you some more about good action later. This, <laughs> this whiskey bourbon business, fine action. This is good action. So tasty. Oh, goodness. <laughs> good action. Really. <laughs>